Hello and welcome to Searching for a Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And we, before we dive into who our special guest is, Joe is going to And it's a good one. And it is a good one. It's a, <laughs> it's a long-awaited guest. But before we dive into who we have, Joe is going to remind us of the show's purpose. Yeah, the show's purpose is to connect Rotarians and non-Rotarians, and really anybody that's seeking service opportunity, to amazing guests like Stephanie today. Like, we're so excited for this. And... um and to really partner them with service opportunities in their community as well as other service opportunities that are all over the world. Because, you know, as we've known from the show, people get introduced to Rotary and other organizations through a diverse amount of service opportunities. So that's what we're all about. And he kind of he kind of cued us for who our guest is. So we have Stephanie Urchek, who is she's been selected as the president of Rotary International for the years 2024 and 2025. So we like to call that the president elect. Congratulations, first yes. of all. Well, thank you. I'm delighted to be here with all of you, Kelly, Chad and Joe. This is uh, an amazing opportunity to share more information about my favorite topic, Rotary International. We're very, we are very excited. Before we really dive into all of that, though, we'd love to take this first section as an opportunity to get to know you. Um, who is Stephanie? So let's start with um, how you got involved in Rotary. Well, I was working in higher education in uh, the state of Pennsylvania. And I had never heard of service clubs before. Nobody in my family had ever been in one. And one afternoon, a woman walked into my office. She had um, uh, an office in the same building. And she said, Stephanie, would you like to go to a Rotary Club meeting with her? And I looked at her and I said, what in the world is Rotary? I just <laughs> didn't know. So she gave me the elevator speech and she talked about the amazing things that the organization does. And when she got to the part about the internationality, I was really hooked because when I was growing up, I wanted to be a spy. And that's another <laughs> story for a different podcast. Sorry. Stephanie, do you know that we had one of our just most favorite individuals, Tom Gump, on here? He's actually been uh, one of our special guests oh, yes. a couple of times. But he did he share that. that. He did share that. <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> it's a true story. It's a true story. So... Um, so I was intrigued, and I went to a Rotary Club meeting with her, and then I went to another one. And by the fourth meeting, I was writing the newsletter for that club. And wow. then a year and a half later, I was club president, and then I really never looked back. So that's how it happened. You know, and it's so funny. We've we've had now, I mean, 30 plus, oh, 30 plus people on this show, and it's so funny. A lot of them are like, yeah, I just went to a meeting, and before I knew it, I was, uh, you know. Yeah, it doesn't take long, right? <laughs> I was to asked to find, do something. find delegations. Um, went to Guatemala. To you. <laughs> like, like. Well, you know, it's interesting. People are attracted to Rotary for different reasons. You know, I was kind of like our founder of Rotary. Um, Rotary's founded in 1905, and mm -hmm. the man who started it was an attorney. And he had left his home and moved to Chicago, and he didn't know anybody. So mm. his idea was to get three, four, however many individuals. He ended up with three other men. And he said, let's rotate, which is how the name happened. <laughs> let's go to your office, and the next week we'll go to your office, and let's get to know one another. So initially, it was about fellowship and friendship, and mm. the service came later. So some people are looking for that friendship. Mm -hmm. um, others hear that it's a service organization and they want to roll up their sleeves and, you know, get busy right away. Um, others take a look at Rotary and say, look at all these business professionals. I could I could network here yeah. and, and expand my mm -hmm. business. That's true as well. And um, for the same reason, they look around and say, all these business people, if I, if I were part of this club and hanging out with these people, I bet I could get, you know, professional development. So there's a lot of different reasons why people are attracted to an organization like Rotary. So what we have to do as leaders is just make sure we understand that as they're coming into our into our club so that we can help match what they're interested in so they see the value in belonging. That that's so good and I love that it was like it really was narrowed down to just a, a couple of keywords. Fellowship, 
friendship, service. Those are my yeah. key takeaways in that. <laughs> Speaking of service, yeah. do you recall your first service project? Absolutely, I do. Mm-hmm. I had I had joined the club, and you know I really didn't know a lot about Rotary, but they started talking about a program that the club was involved in called Youth Exchange. Mm. Well, I couldn't be a host family because at that time, you know, I was um, no longer married. I was divorced. I didn't have kids, and I thought that's not appropriate. But they needed somebody to go to the airport to pick up the students who were arriving. So I said, I'll do that. So I went to the Pittsburgh International Airport to pick up three students. And so I met them in baggage claim. And the young man from Thailand said, oh, wait, we have to go to oversized luggage. And I thought, all right. So we go to oversized luggage. And out of the chute comes a surfboard. Now, mind you, the Rotary Club I belong to was California PA. There is no water anywhere around here. He said, I'm going to California University of Pennsylvania. Well, he learned a great deal about geography that day. (laughs) Sure did. That's hilarious. That was my first service. So, Mm -hmm. Stephanie, uh, can you just share with our listeners, are you, so you are located in Pennsylvania, correct? I am in Western Pennsylvania, yes. And uh, I'm I'm now in my third Rotary Club here. Okay. Uh, I was in the first club in California, PA, for 10 years. Then I made a job switch, so I needed to get closer, and I joined a second club. And then I outgrew that club in a way, and then now I'm in the Rotary Club of McMurray, Pennsylvania. Uh, Very active, um, hands-on group. I love it. Um, They're a little bit um, dismayed. They're excited, very excited for me, but they're dismayed that I have to temporarily move to Evanston in a few weeks. So I'm not going to be around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it kind of like the mayor's mansion? Is that is that what you get there? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So can you explain that? They have a condo for the president and the president-elect. Basically, so you don't have to work out of hotels because there's so much travel involved. So that that really is a nice way to handle all the the travel that we have to do. When did you kind of start getting involved above the club level, and how did did you kind of make that jump? Well, um, I I looked around at the club and um, really did all that I could. In the club, I, I went through all the all the uh, avenues there. I became president of the club, and I did foundation chair for the club. And so then somebody introduced me to something called a district conference. Mm. So I went to the district conference, and there were people from all over our district from different clubs, and it was eye opening that there was a world outside of the club. So I started to investigate opportunities at the district level, and ultimately became the district governor, the Rotary district governor. And then I found out the same thing, that there were opportunities at the zone level because that's how Rotary is organized. Clubs are part of a district and districts are part of a zone. So um, I decided that, you know, I, I could serve Rotary again. So ultimately I became a director and, and was on the board of directors for Rotary International. And that, of course, led me to the decision to take a look at our organization and decide whether or not this was something I wanted to lead. And uh, for me, it's about being the right leader at the right time. So when I investigated where we are as an organization, I thought this is the right time. That's really fantastic. And kind of as a little note to our listeners, too, is just to, you know, as you're learning more and more about Rotary and how it works is, you know, you, it starts so simply. It starts so simply yeah. by picking somebody up at the airport, and then next yeah. thing you know, mm-hmm. you're president of yeah. the Rotary International. Yeah. <laughs> it happens, well, like, it happens just like that. Every so often, Joe, I pinch myself. I said, Did that really happen to me? <laughs> That's so cool. But, but one of my favorite things about what you've been talking about is you kind of answered the bell every time that you heard it, right? Like you heard it at, at mm, your club yes. level, you heard it yeah. at the district level, and then you heard it at the zone, and then now obviously you've – heard the bell ring nice and loud for you at the Rotary International yeah. level. So it's, it's really just answering the bell. So, well, you know, I like to say, people ask me, you know, how, how did you get from Western Pennsylvania to the presidency of Rotary? And I say, I just kept showing up. Yeah. When mm-hmm. I was young, you know, I, I developed a mantra that I, I still use today. And it's, life is always more exciting on the other side of yes. 
Say yes, and then just figure it out. Now, that could get you in trouble with your parents, so you have to be yes. careful, you know, as long as it's not illegal or immoral. But I'll never forget the time I had decided that I was going to uh, go to India for a national immunization day for Rotary. Mm-hmm. So the day before I left, I called my mother and said, hey, mom, guess what? I'm going to India tomorrow. She went crazy. She went absolutely <laughs> Why? Why did you tell me before this? How long did you know? And I said, well, oh, I've known for six months. But if I told you six months ago, you would worry for it six was- months. Yeah. And I'm just going to worry for 12 days, and then I'm going to be back. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. No need to worry. It's all That's good. Right. Mm-hmm. As parents, I'm like... Yeah, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I definitely understand that. Well, we've got about 45 more seconds left in this first segment. And, you know, what was the, you know, does, do you guys have a good question? I was just going to kind of BS one, but. (laughs) 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 No, I mean, when we come back from the break, I, I would like to learn a little bit more about, you know, how you. Obviously, how you envision the transition, but mm-hmm. really how you've watched the diversity grow and, you know, how that will impact your presidency. And, you know, I've seen it. Obviously, we've seen it change from when I got invited to a rotary 15 years ago till today. But, you know, that's a that's something that really attracted me. And I just joined in the last six months because I saw that change. Um, so I'm Congratulations. Interested. Welcome to Rotary. Thank you. Yeah. Thank and you. because so, of the show. Yeah, yes. and, and meeting yeah. meet some Fun people. that That's really what I would like to learn more about. Sounds good. Okay. As a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And we'll be back. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Riverbend Nature Center is a free nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota, with 743 acres, the straight river, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org backslash strategic dash planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... We love five-star reviews and likes and... Shares. 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 Yes, shares. Any platform you can find. And you can, and you can search the show by typing in searching for service. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Yep. If you are tuning in for the first time, we have our very own president-elect, Stephanie Urchak, um, who's going to be serving as president of Rotary International for 2024 and 2025. So welcome, and we're very happy to have you. Um, we So for this next section, let's talk a little bit about your current role. Um, you are actually not only the, the the first, but the second of two women to serve in this role, correct? That is correct. Ever. Yes. I'm, so, I'm the second woman, the first U.S. woman. Okay. So as a woman, I see killing stigma and breaking through many barriers and challenges. So can you talk about maybe some of the obstacles that you face, but 
above and beyond that too, a lot of the support that you might have seen too along the way? Well, you know, it's it's interesting. I joined Rotary in 1991. So that was several years after the U.S. Supreme Court mandated that as a business organization, Rotary was compelled to allow women to join. So I never really... I never really felt any any pressure or or obstacles. The only the only situation I can remember that was a little odd was when I was serving as district governor. I had asked a friend to go with me, a male friend. And when we walked into that one of the particular clubs in my district, the members all ran over to my friend and said, "Hello governor, how are you?" And he was just pointing, "No, it's her. It's her. It's oh her." My. Yeah. It was probably the only time that I had, um, uh, you know, any kind of um, uh, unusual circumstance. Well, I take that back. When I went to, um, we have we have training every year for those individuals around the world who have been elected to serve as governors for their district. So right before I was taking office, my training happened in Anaheim, California. And Rotary's come a long way, as Chad has said, you know, and I remember back then getting a letter reminding me to tell my spouse to bring a cocktail dress. Hmm. First, I didn't have a spouse. And secondly, if I did, I don't think he'd bring a cocktail dress. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We've come a long way. Um, And that's one of the things that gets me so excited about Rotary is that, you know, we really are, um, we really are matched up to... uh, to the world, mm-hmm. you know, started in 1905, and you know things were very different. And although women were only admitted officially in 1989, when you look at the history of Rotary, women have always been someplace. You know, I had an opportunity to visit the Paul Harris home, which is outside of Chicago. And as I walked around the home, there are pictures in all, every room, and there are pictures of Paul sitting at a table, our founder, and right behind him, Jean, his wife. She's, mm-hmm. always, she's always in the pictures. Mm-hmm. And when I think about, you know, um, all, all of the people who have gone through Rotary, and, you know, many times, you know, are couples, if, a, if one person is doing Rotary, the partner is doing Rotary too, even yeah. if they don't have the title. So I think women have always been involved in the operation of Rotary. It wasn't until the Supreme Court said, now you have to give them the title, that we actually became members. You know, being the second president, well, president-elect, but uh, being the second, you know, what what is one thing that Jennifer Jones really blazed in terms of the trail that you really look up to? Well, she broke the glass ceiling, mm-hmm. and so that was important. It was important, and it's important for all of us as as um, leaders um, to make sure that we understand that we're role models. People look to us, and, you know, I hope that there will be um, younger women, professional women who are joining Rotary who look and say, okay, there's a woman at the top. If she can do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. And I think Love that's that. true for all of our diversity, um, you know, and that's one of the most beautiful parts about um, Rotary now, uh, we have embraced the diversity, equity, and inclusion statement. And when I talk about it, I always add the letter B. I say DEIB, and the B stands for belonging. Because when we create these environments of diversity and equity and inclusion, that's what we do to create that environment. But the B is how I feel yeah. when I come into that Rotary experience. So it's really, really it's really been a fantastic change, and I'm so excited about it. And I always say, if people have the heart and the hands to do Rotary service, then there's a place for them in this organization. Yeah, I like that. I think belonging is the perfect word too, right? I mean, I, I think that that's how I feel when I walk into our club, and I'm like, yeah, we belong. This is so that that's <laughs> a really it's a really nice. Um, it's something that you don't think about with the the DEI as much as like it, the belonging. Yeah. Well, it's something that's definitely interwoven throughout all of that, <laughs> right? It's it's kind of the purpose behind the DEI, and you do want everyone to feel like feel as if they belong. Exactly. When you are, I've been on international trips. How, how different is are are the makeups and the clubs that you visit internationally versus domestically, and and also with the diversity and inclusion aspect. 
clubs around the world are different. Um, that's why Rotary also embraces regional adaptability. The way we do Rotary here in the U.S. is different than the way it's done in Canada, mm -hmm. different than the way it's done in Australia, different than the way it's done in India. So regional adaptability plays a part in what we do. The important thing to remember is that people can do Rotary any way that makes sense to them as long as they uphold our core values fellowship, leadership, integrity, diversity, and service. As long as they uphold our mission and our vision and our four-way test, it really doesn't matter how people choose to do Rotary because every generation is going to do it differently anyhow. Yeah. When, I'm, when I'm speaking, I'd like to tell this story, and I hope Tom didn't tell you this already. <laughs> I've said it a thousand times, but you know, when I was younger, I would go out disco dancing. And I would wear platform shoes that were eight inches high. And my father would grab me by the shoulder and say, where are you going in those shoes? You're going to kill yourself. And I'd say, Dad, don't worry. We all know how to walk in them. We all know how to dance in them. Yes. This is how we do it. And I tell Rotarians that story to remind them that the people who come after us are going to want to do Rotary their way. And it's okay as long as they keep our constitutional documents and our core values in play. That's, I think that's, that's a really I think that's good. a really wonderful way to continue to you know push the envelope of what's possible for Rotary, mm -hmm. right? Like as you as you continue to push on that and um, allow it to do some really exciting things. I I have to ask this question because we're we're going to dive into more on future presidency. What service project or experience had the most impact on your? You personally, you know, I know there's big impacts, but that maybe really connect you and either changed or really impacted you. And it wasn't taking somebody to the airport. <laughs> no, no, no. There is magic in everything that we do in Rotary. When, when, when you think about, you know, our our vision statement says that we create lasting change around the globe in our communities and in ourselves. And and you know. That's a hard question to answer because, you know, I was standing in India and I was administering polio drops to, to a baby. And, you know, today that young baby is probably 30 and walking through the streets of Mumbai because of what we do in Rotary. I had a chance to be in the Dominican Republic and I was helping to install water filters and I was in a home. It was a, a Haitian home, um, two women and three little boys. And the little boys kept looking at the water every time we would put, we'd show them we were putting dirty water in the filter and it would come out clean. And the little boy was, was amazed. He kept saying, lady, lady, do it again. Show me the magic. <laughs> everything we do has magic for somebody. We're, we're changing people's lives and we're also changing our own. I'm a much different person today than I was when I joined, you know, Rotary all those years ago. Because I've had an opportunity to get involved in so many things that are, are life-changing. I will tell you that the one trip that I did take that had a personal impact for me was after we had, uh, my, my district had, this, had rallied around a project. I found a hospital in southeast Poland that didn't have any mammography equipment. They had a machine at one time, but it, it, it broke. And so in, I don't know, 1971, they pushed it in a corner and it sat there. Hmm. So when we did some investigation, the women in Poland at that time had a survival rate from breast cancer greater than 70 or less than 50%. In the U.S., it was greater than 75%. And I thought, my God, that's something that Rotarians can help with because everybody has an important woman in their life a daughter, a, a wife, a mother, an aunt, a somebody. So every club in the district rallied. They did things. And we ended up getting that mammography unit over into this hospital in this little community called Nova Huta. Well, after it was over, I asked the Rotarians in Poland if they could find a driver who could find this little village called Losha. And they said, probably give us a day or two and, we'll, and they came back and they said yeah we have this this guy he can find this uh village why do you want to go there and i said because that's where my grandparents came from oh that's so incredible. Opportunity. 
Yeah, yeah, I had an opportunity to go into the village and walk where my grandmother walked and where my grandfather walked, and I saw the church they went to. So that was probably um, a very personal yeah. experience in Rotary that I wouldn't have had if it weren't for Rotary. That's incredible, Stephanie. And um, we're going to actually dive out of this section. But thank you for sharing that. That is the reason for this podcast right there. As a reminder, you are searching for listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And we'll be back. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Riverbend Nature Center is a free nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota, with 743 acres, the straight river, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org backslash strategic dash planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... Like. Comment. Five star. Five stars. The gold stars. (laughs) Find us anywhere. Just listen to the show. It's great. If you are tuning in for the first time, we have special guest Stephanie Urchek. She is the president-elect for Rotary International the year 2024 and 2025. Yeah, and I think a perfect thing, Stephanie, to be talking about is in our research is we did talk, we did find that one of your goals is to grow Rotary by 100,000 members in 2024 and 2025. You know, how do you believe that we can achieve that? I mean, I believe we can achieve it. I mean, that's, oh, why, yeah. that's why we're all. That's why the three of us are sitting here in the show, right? Is mm-hmm. we we <laughs> believe course. that this show can, this, shows like this and other mm-hmm. types of things that can really help. But what do you feel like are the core three or four things that really will drive Rotary to the next level in terms mm-hmm. of membership? Well, well, first, Joe, um, that statement was made when I was president nominee. And I didn't wait. I'm not waiting until 2425. Yeah. I'm working on membership all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, either are we. That's that, why we're doing the show, right? Yeah, that, yeah. That's why we're here. <laughs> that's a cumulative number so that I hope by the time I'm out of office in June of 2025 that we have recognized and seen that growth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so how are we going to do that? Well, you know, several years ago, Rotary embarked on a very ambitious strategic plan. And I had the opportunity and the honor to to be in charge of that committee and was at the forefront of all that research we did and all the surveying. But the committee did not write a single word of the plan. The plan came from Rotarians, Rylarians, Rotaractors, Interactors, alumni, and non-Rotarians from around the world. When we were done with all the surveying, and the in-depth interviewing and the focus groups, we had more than a million pieces of information. Wow. So our job was to really sift through it and do the pattern analysis and find the things that would, would you know, float to the surface. And uh, one of the things that came from that was, of course, our vision statement. But the other thing that came from it was our very strong priorities of our plan. And we don't call it a strategic plan anymore because as soon as you say strategic planning, people glaze over. Yeah. <laughs> We're people of action. So it's now the action plan. 
and there are four priorities that lend themselves to the things that are important in Rotary. The first one is increasing our impact. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a, ages ago, when we when we had um, small grant opportunities, you could get a grant in the club for a thousand dollars and put a well in and. Um, you know, maybe 10 years later, somebody would go and visit that well and it was rusted and it wasn't working. And there's a big plaque saying, Rotary put this well here. Well, that's not good PR. It doesn't help the community. So we changed that. And so we're looking at global grants now that have a sustainability built in and there's more impact. And now we've gone to some a bigger project called Projects of Scale, mm-hmm. $2 million grants that really are incredibly powerful. The first one that we awarded was to get rid of malaria in Zambia. I mean, that's incredible. You know, that's amazing. So that priority stands by itself. The second one is expanding our reach. And we've already talked about that a little bit. We realized that not everybody can get to a Rotary Club that meets Wednesday at noon. Right. Mm And so we have to think outside of that parameter and start thinking about how do people live. And so that's why our council and legislation in 2016 opened the door for us and said, let's start creating different kinds of club models. So we have e-clubs. Yep. We have mm-hmm. satellite clubs. We have corporate clubs. We have so many different cause-based clubs. Cause-based clubs, yep. All kinds of clubs. And that's really to help meet people where they are. And I think that's a great way that we are going to continue to grow. And, and you know, developing new clubs is certainly the biggest part of that. The third priority is enhancing uh, participation of people in Rotary, not just our members, but anybody who comes into our magic. So it could be parents of the student of the month. It could be the beneficiaries of the people we serve. But we want to get better at uh, being participant-centered. And I already talked about that, too. That means, like, when people are coming into the club, that's when you find out what they're interested in. Don't talk to them when they're leaving. You know, some clubs say, oh, well, we do exit interviews. <laughs> well, that's a stupid time to talk to <laughs> yeah. people because they've already made up their mind they're leaving. You want right. to find out as they're coming in. What are you interested in? What, mm-hmm. you know, what are the things that we could do that would intrigue you? So that one, and then the fourth one is um, increasing our ability to adapt. Well, good grief, we we showed the world we could adapt when the pandemic hit. The way we did Rotary was taken from us, and mm-hmm. we couldn't do it that way anymore. Yeah. So Rotarians around the globe, around the globe, grabbed onto technology or whatever means. Sometimes they just picked up their phone, their device, and said, you know, how are you doing? Let's get together. But people were craving connection, and we figured out how to do that. So that's how we're going to grow, to continue to push those four priorities down to every club so that clubs understand the importance of what they are and how, how to use them locally, because every club will use them differently. Yeah, yeah, that's really great. That's really great. Like, I, yeah, I just am like, yeah, that, that just the click, it really just kind of clicks all the pieces, right? Like, and you go. Stephanie, it takes a lot. <laughs> To, to stop to, me? To, yeah, yeah. It, it does. It, it does. So kudos you, to you. I can I, take. Tips I have a very from, specific yeah. question, actually. Like that's very interesting. I immediately thought of it when you started to think of like you know creative solutions. Is you know mm-hmm. on the show we've had several several guests on that. There's a disconnect between Rotaract Interact and the Rotary clubs, and it would just seem like I'm thinking about like baseball, right? Like you've got to have your farm your farm systems and it's mm-hmm. like it's like we trade our, our our pitchers sometimes before we even get them to the majors into sure. into rotary and so what kind of advice would you give to you know all of our local clubs all the on the local level where this there seems to be a little bit of a miss of a connection between rotaract interact and rotary yeah because that yeah, seems like a low-hanging right. fruit yeah you're right and you know interactors and rotaractors I mean, who who better to become Rotarians? They get us. Right. They know what Rotary is all about. But too often I find that, you know, Rotary clubs sponsor these groups, but then they don't interact with them. Yeah. And then, mm. you know, when I talk to Rotaract clubs or Interact clubs, they say, oh, we don't want to go to the Rotary club meetings because they're all fuddy-duddies. And when I talk <laughs> to the Rotary clubs, they say, well, what do these young people know? They don't know. And we need to, like, really get better at that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I always talk about reverse mentoring. 
You know, yeah. I don't have 40 years ahead of me to do Rotary, but somebody in an Interact Club does. And yeah. we really need to get better about about mixing and, and, and doing reverse mentoring. You know, yeah. there is a lot that Interactors know that I don't know. But you know mm-hmm. what? There's a lot that I know that yeah. they don't know. So we really yeah. need to get better at that cross-pollination and getting those groups to work together. And that's not just a problem here in our country. I see that around the world. Do, do you feel like service projects could be a real catalyst for helping those groups come together and have to solve problems together? Because, I mean, the, the, the service component really seems like that's obviously why our show yeah. is about service. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. how we're connecting with different types of people. Um, and it seems to be the logical answer to so many the of the things. Is it? Do you feel like it would be the logical solution for that? It is. But, again, we have to think about – the two groups have to think about what are the service – causes that they have that work together Mm -hmm. for instance you know interactors and rotor actors are all about the environment environment is one of our newest areas of focus and there aren't a lot of rotary clubs that have jumped on that yet Hmm. and so we really need to get them to think about that because you know young people are keen to to get involved in environmental issues environmental causes so Joe, you're right. That service project right there would be a great one to bring all three of those groups together. And then how does Rotary International support that? You know, like I'm just trying to bring this back, bring the lens back out and say, you know, how does how does Rotary International support those initiatives to bring those different groups together? Well, here's an issue. All right. And it's it's one we've talked about a lot. Although we have databases for Rotarians, we don't have good information at the RI level on Rotaract or Interact because they're so mobile. They're in Interact when they're in high school. Mm. And when they leave high school, they go off to all different you know, all different parts. There are some are going to college, some are going to trade school, some are, you know, moving away. There's not a good way to do that. So we have been relying hmm. on local Rotary clubs to keep that information and, and to work with it. The same thing with Rotaract, whether it's community-based or college, university-based. Sometimes, um, you know, those people are, are mobile and they're moving. So we really need to get better at that. I agree. <laughs> I mean, as I, uh, Chad's fairly new yeah, at new. Um, his Rotarian role and – you know, I'm not too far behind him. I probably got a year on you, but I still kind of do this. I'm I'm not sure like how that pieces in with Rotary. Well, so there's a lot. You know, yeah. there's so many different a- yeah. aspects of Rotary, and I mean, I'm fortunate. You know, as are you doing the show, we learn a lot more we probably faster on on mm-hmm. different things. It's but like it's, drinking from a fire hose. It's, uh, <laughs> it is. It is. A, there is a lot of information and a lot of different ways to get involved, so it can be overwhelming. It's like you drinking from a fire hose, and before you know it, Stephanie Urchek is right in front yeah, of you. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we were about to wrap up with this section here, Stephanie, so I, th- I think that was just wonderful to kind of tie in some of the, the other components of Rotary. But in this next section, we really want to talk about um, you know your, your goals for this upcoming okay. presidency and um, and, and beyond. Your hopes, your hopes and dreams. You are listening to Searching for a Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And we'll be back. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. 
please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Riverbend Nature Center is a free nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota, with 743 acres, the Straight River, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org/strategic-planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... Like, share, review. And find us by searching, searching for service. It's a tongue twister. You can't help it. (laughs) If you are tuning in for the first time, we are wrapping up here in our last section with Stephanie Urchek, who who is the president-elect of Rotary International for the years 2024 and into 2025. And so we are going to wrap up this last section talking a little bit about your presidency and what it looks like. And so my question to you is, what is – something that you're really excited about. Let's start there. Uh, Well, we've already (laughs) talked about membership. Membership. I'm really excited about membership. (laughs) So my top priority is going to really be, how do we we go about advancing our action plan to get it to the club level? Because that's Mm -hmm. where the membership growth will happen. Mm -hmm. You know, the magic of Rotary doesn't happen where I'm going to be sitting in Evanston or, you you know, in a boardroom. It happens in the club. It's where Mm -hmm. you guys are in the club level. That's where all the the fabulous um, magic happens. Mm -hmm. So that's my first priority. The second one, I have a real focus on helping to heal a divided world through positive peace. You know, we have so so many tools in Rotary that we could use. You know, for instance, we have this um, fantastic four-way test. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, sometimes I ask people, wouldn't the world be better if we all lived the four-way test instead of reciting it? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there are so many ways that Rotary Clubs can use that four-way test. They could sponsor four-way test speech contests in their high schools to see, you know, if young people can talk about it. They can, you know, be public-facing with it and, you know, take it into corporations and communities. Um, There's a fabulous project called Rotary Peace Polls which are physical aluminum or other material poles that are planted in a park or somewhere in the community. And on the pole itself, it says, May peace prevail in languages that represent your community. I have seen that before. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, it has a rotary sign and it has a QR code so people can get more information. And then what the Rotary Club can do is encourage groups in the community to use that spot for any event that is about peace or unity. Um, we, as an organization, are opening a new peace center because, you know, Rotary has uh, peace centers around the world where we hmm. help train individuals. We're opening one in the Middle East yeah. during 2014. Uh, who did we have on that? I feel like Tom had talked about it, actually. It was another guest. Maybe. Mm. Oh, very cool. okay. Pat? Meriwether? Me? Uh, could be, yeah. yeah. Could director Pat, absolutely. So, you know, that's that's all going to be an important part. And, you know, sometimes um, presidents have uh, presidential peace conferences or in different places, um, but they tend to be focused on Rotarians putting them together. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that during 24-25. I want to have one big conference in Istanbul. I want the world to watch what Rotary is doing. So in addition to a peace conference, it'll be the opening of the center. It'll be a celebration of the first class going through. It'll be an alumni reunion. We have more than 1,600 peace alumni around the world, if they can get there. It'll be a destination for directors and um, uh, trustees to be there. It'll be a major donor event. And we'll have a peace walk open to the community. 
so that people can pay like a nominal $5 and walk with us for peace. And, you know, then that money can be collected and given to one of Rotary's peace programs. So that's it. Those two things are important to me. Membership and peace. And that's what I'm going to ask Rotarians around the world to get involved in. I love it. What, what, so when we have you on the show in, what, two years, right? Two years, we're going to have you back on the show. We would have had 100,000 new members of Rotary at this time. What are we cheersing to? Like, what, what are we, what, Ooh, what, like what, what are we going to cheers to? This is a practice. So we, we do this often. What are we cheersing to? What are we cheersing to? We're, like we're, 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 we're going to send you a bottle of champagne and we're going <laughs> to cheers to 100,000 new members. So, That's it. If we get, if we, if we see net growth of 100,000 members, trust me, I'm going to be sending champagne <laughs> to you three. <laughs> Love it. I love it. I will, you, I will, I'll never I'm not going to turn champagne. down champagne at all. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. What does 100,000 more Rotarians allow us to do? Like, what is the outcome? Everything. Yeah. Everything. Okay, mm-hmm. Joe, we're a membership organization that does service. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, it's pretty simple. The more members we have, the more service we can do. The less mm-hmm. members we have, the less service we can do. I wish it was a more complicated really, answer than that, right? right. <laughs> yeah. we, we really owe it. Mm-hmm. We really owe it to the organization to to help share what we do with other people. I already I've said this before. I love Rotary, just like you guys. I love Rotary. That's mm-hmm. why you're doing this show. Mm-hmm. But I know that I'm not going to be here forever. Right. And by expanding our reach and, and allowing other people to come into this organization, that's going to ensure that somebody will be there to do the magic of Rotary once I'm gone. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what we need to do. We need to focus on sharing it, you know, helping younger people understand that, you know, it's not your grandfather's Rotary Club yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's really something different. Yeah. I love it. We- Good. I, I, nope, go ahead. Oh, I, <laughs> you I, had the question. You know, along those lines, and as you know, as we're trying to grow membership, what advice would you have for, you know, a non Rotarian or a Rotarian that interacts with somebody to, to say, you know, this is the reason or this is the path to not just join but grow? Well, I would tell them, you know, that something that's really important is to, and it's, it's important in any aspect of our life, it's important in a marriage, it's important in a career. Make sure that you fit. Yeah. You make sure that you belong. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are so many different options with, you know, all the things that I've mentioned. You know, we have e clubs and cause based clubs and all, you know, there's just so much available. Um, you know, sometimes people will say to me, Well, what do you mean I have to pay to to do service? I can I can get my phone and do a meetup and go yeah. pick up garbage. But it's the value of a Rotary membership. It's all the other things that happen. Mm-hmm. It's the fellowship. It's the learning center. It's the opportunities that you have. So if that's the kind of service um, that you're interested in, then Rotary is definitely a place for you. Yeah. yeah the, fe- good. The, the connection. And I think the overall scope, of, you know, if you want to be on the local level, then it, you have those opportunities. And as I've learned, there's so much – it. It can start there and, you know, you can become president of the international. But it, it also connects on so many different levels that, you know, if you have a, goals of traveling international because you want to be a spy or or, <laughs> or if you just really care about just being yeah. in your local community, it, it really encompasses all different um, opportunities too, which I think is, is a pretty cool thing. How do we know you're not a spy? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I going to say, I'm like, wait a second here. <laughs> she could be the greatest spy of all time. Is what we're saying. <laughs> um, Stephanie, above and beyond your presidency, where do you see Rotary long term? Well, I see it as the premier service organization in the world. Um, you know, right currently we have 1.4 million members. There isn't, there isn't a reason why we can't get to 4 million members, 5 million members, because mm. look at the world. You know, the world needs us more than ever before. It doesn't matter where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my own community, I live in Pennsylvania. There are babies that go to bed hungry. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. something that a Rotarian can help. 
All right. So everywhere you look, there is something that we can do to make the world better. We can create lasting change all over the place. It doesn't have to be in third world countries. So, you know, that that's just the important message that, you know, if we keep our eyes open, um, you know, you can see something you can make better instantly. Well, and, and, and again, it sounds like service is the silver bullet to everything, mm-hmm. right? Like doing something for somebody else makes it really hard to be divisive, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And, and it generates greater understanding, creates community and amazingness. And Rotary is just such an amazing organization to deliver that on so many levels. And I think actually like one of the Achilles heels of Rotary is that you can literally do anything. And if, if it doesn't exist, you can figure out a way to, you can start to, it to make it happen. So like it's, Absolutely. I think mm-hmm. it can almost be intimidating to some people. So if, if I'm somebody from outside and I'm a little bit intimidated and going, holy cow, these people are action. I just, I don't even know what I want to do. So like, what's your advice to somebody that that, that wants to serve and has nowhere, no idea where to start. I think I know the answer. <laughs> well, get, get, get involved in a local Rotary Club yeah. and yeah. They'll, they'll point you in the right direction. Right. 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 We asked that one always does feel like a softball, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. response. We got yeah. about a minute uh, left here. What would be anything they want the listeners, you know, as, as we leave today to parting advice, parting information or advice? Oh, well. I think I mentioned it once before, you know, I think um, as human beings, I think we all have that DNA inside of us that says, you know, um, at some point we want to give back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes that gets turned off in people and people end up being receivers instead of givers. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I think for, for the most part, people do have that, that DNA as a human that, you know, you want to, you want to give back. I mean, if you're the parent of a child, when you have a child, you know, you look at that child and you want to give that child everything you can to make sure that their life is better. Mm-hmm. We have that. So if that's something that, you know, is, 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 is focused, that, you, you know, is pulling on you and you want to serve, you want to give back, you want to do things, then I want you to check out Rotary. You can do that in a number of ways. If you're in a community with the Rotary Club, you can certainly do it. Or you can visit rotary.org and find out more information about the magic that we do. As, just keep giving. Just as keep Joe likes giving. to say, it is the vessel and the vehicle. Stephanie, thank you so thank you much for you. hopping it's on here. It's been a pleasure. You are listening to Searching for a Service. And as a reminder, it's time to stop searching and start serving. 